The views and opinions of today's broadcast are not necessarily the views and opinions of the TJRS radio network. Thank you for being a loyal listener and enjoy the show. Online radio at its best. You are listening to the TJRS radio network. He would throw all of them under the bus. Both of his sons, it's already been stated and reported that he would throw Don Jr. under the bus first before he'd throw Ivanka on the bus, uh, under the bus. And so, I, I, you know, because he's always had that infatuation with that, little, with that young lady, and it's really sad. Those teams can't be held accountable to anybody else but themselves. So until they get sued that they break up the NFL in an in a antitrust kind of way, then nothing's going to happen. So they do everything at all costs to not have discovery. He never spoke out against Trump. And, and Trump has been touting that same line that Pence could have done this, Pence could have done that. He is, not, he is not lightened up on that. He's been saying that since the beginning, and he's still going after Pence, and he's still saying this stuff. Why is Pence doing this now? You may write me down in history with your bitter twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still like dust, I'll rise. Good morning and welcome to the serious side of the J. Ryle Show, the show where we discuss politics social issues affecting people of color, and every now and then a little comedy as well. Now here's your host, Jay Ryle. Well, I, I beg it differ there, right? Uh, Jay Ryle is not here. He's out this morning. And, uh, of course, it's me, Mr. Elias, in the driver's seat this morning. And, of course, um, it's going to be an abbreviated show because I have things to do this morning. And Jay had things to do this morning. But as always, we are sitting here with uh, what Jay calls his big sis. I just call him my sis, Messer. And, and, and which sister, she's also with us. So good morning, Messer. How are you doing this morning? Good morning, Les. I couldn't hear the beginning. Where's Jay? Jay has uh, his Jay? daughter's planning a tournament, so he has to be. And a tournament, and oh. I have somewhere to be at 11. So oh. I got to leave here okay. at 10 to get to the point to get at 11. Well, that's awesome. Y'all yeah. know I'm always, I'm always late, so that's fine. But you know what I wanted to say to you? Today is mm-hmm. May 1st. Mm-hmm. Today is the first day of run. May. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. And I, I got stuff to get done, Vanessa. That's why I'm telling Jay. I got stuff to get done. And, and Rich Sister, how are you doing this morning, dear? I'm doing so well. How's, how's everybody doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Well, we, you know, like Jay says, it's the point of privilege, and we usually take this time to rap and talk about things that we usually like to talk about in the first five, five, ten minutes of the show. So anybody got anything they want to bring up? So, Les, when you and I and Jay were on the cruise and that big, huge mm-hmm. ship backed up and everybody was wanting to go look at it, do you remember that? Yes, ma'am, I do sure do. Do you remember the big ship, the Mardi mm-hmm. You don't. The big Mardi Gras ship mm-hmm. where the, the captain and everybody came out to come and see the ship. And as I said, I am getting mm-hmm. on that ship. 
I'm getting mm-hmm. on that trip next Friday. <laughs> so, so you, so you booked a trip on that ship. I'm on that ship. Yes, I am. All right, well, hey, that's a hey. Oh it wow! It is Carnival's <laughs> biggest, newest ship. It's like 19 floors on this ship, the biggest ship I've ever been on. Y'all know I cruised a lot. I'm so, so excited. I just had to, mm. I just had to spend that with y'all. I'm so excited. Anyway, yeah. Mm. So, well, hey, you know, Anessa, I'm happy for you, but I got telling Jay, you know, hey, I was supposed to be gone every month from from now until October, but my my trip to Las Vegas got canceled because I had to move things around. But from June June on, I'm gone, and he's like, "Well, me too." So, what are we gonna do about the show? I'm like, "I don't know. Just I guess we have to do rewind." I keep telling y'all yeah, to put the show hiatus for a, a couple of months in the summer, but y'all never listen to me. So well, that's what like I, I told I am retired, man. I'm not going to sit here and, and and sit at the house so I can do the show. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm about to enjoy this life. I'm about to hit the road. We're going to be in Vegas July 31st. Like so, look, we're going to really? be in Vegas July 31st. And we got to be downtown, so we never get to be downtown. So we're going to be downtown um, at the plaza, I think is what it is. We just made our flight reservations yesterday coming oh, home. We haven't made the ones the going new, yet. The, new, yeah, the newest hotel out there, man, I take it. Yeah, that's a, that, that is a nice hotel, too. That is a real that's nice hotel. That's not what we're saying. I, we're saying you should stay at that one because you're just paying for you. It's a bunch of – well, it's not a bunch of us. It's three of us going to do a bingo tournament. You know, we do tournaments. Okay. For those of you who don't mm-hmm. know, um, Jay and them act like I'm the heathen of the bunch, but they, I'm not just the heathen by myself. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they want to act look, like it, but I'm look. not. But, yeah, you, are, you, hey. should, you should book and come down there with us. Well, you, you know what, Nelson, let me look into it because uh, I told Jay about my travel plans. And he says, well, what are you doing coming to Houston in September? I said, well, I'm coming to Vanessa's 40th wedding anniversary. Yep. And he says, yep. I, know, I didn't know nothing about that. I said, Jay, she talked to us about it. He said, she didn't talk to me about it. I said, okay, you're right, she did. Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah, I did. I know you did. Yeah, I, I did. did. But that's okay. I'll, if he wants a reminder, I will happily remind yeah. him because I also want to know if y'all want a hotel down there. So y'all can be on the water for the whole weekend. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm probably gonna get a hotel down there, Vanessa. I am. Okay, I'm so a, I'm I'll a find you. Okay. I'm a probably okay. flying okay. Thursday. And then, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm a probably flying Thursday. So, and I was going to rent a car, but I like why rent a car? Jay's got three. I'm at the house, so he'll pick me up and I'll just take him his car and go from there. So that's that's how I'm okay. gonna do that one. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, guys, in yeah. case y'all so don't know, Les is like just a brother to me, and Jay is just a brother to me, and we just we and Jay and I live in the same town, and we don't even see each other very often. But I just feel like when I see them, that I just we can just catch up on stuff. It's just 
we just have a weird relationship in my and they treat my husband like one of their brothers. So I have a picture that mm-hmm. I'm going to send the last unless you can post it uh, on wherever y'all post Instagram or wherever, where it's a picture of all three of them. And I just call them my boys because it's just all three of y'all. And I just love y'all. So, yeah, hey, I'm, I will be married sweetie. 40 years. I'll be married 40 mm. years in September. And so wow. my husband and I are having a party on the water. I married him when I was 19, and I'll be turning 60 in November. And so I, um, I'm i just excited about the party. Me too. I'm really excited You're the only about one. Party. I am really excited about it because I was a, just a chance to get away. I, 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 got a, I got a book a ticket there, so that's my next thing I got to do. So I'm just booking tickets everywhere I go. I, and Jay asked me because I got to go to Tennessee twice. Lessons retire. He's going to join the club. And, and Jay asked me, why am, I, why, why am I not driving to Tennessee? Because I said it's cheaper to fly. <laughs> it's it's $200 to fly to Tennessee as compared to what I'd have to pay in, in gas. So that's why I'm, I'm, I am flying because it's cheaper. And that's just exactly that. And I don't want to spend seven hours on the road and spend all my money on gas. It just to have a vehicle there, so nope, no thank you. Mm-mm. You know, so hey, folks, we, we've done our due diligence, so Vanessa, you're on the clock and you're up first after this messages. Live from NPR News, I'm Giles Snyder. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi traveled to Kiev today. She led a delegation of lawmakers on an unannounced visit and met with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky, vowing that the U.S. will back Ukraine until the war's end. NPR's Frank Langford is in Kiev. Pelosi was joined by other members of Congress, including Adam Schiff, who chairs the House Select Committee on Intelligence. Here she is addressing Zelensky. We believe that we are visiting you. Uh, to say thank you uh, for your fight for freedom and that your fight is a fight for everyone. And so our commitment is to be there for you until the fight is done. On Thursday, the House overwhelmingly passed legislation that would permit President Biden to use a World War II-era law to supply Ukraine weapons on loan more quickly. That law is known as land lease. Frank Langford, NPR News, Kiev. Fire officials in northern New Mexico warning residents to be prepared to evacuate in the face of the nation's largest active wildfire. Carl Schwope is the incident commander for the Calf Canyon fire. We're not gaining much containment. I'm barely keeping pace in. We're starting to have to make more decisions on evacuations here in the very near future. We're looking at uh, evacuations for uh, parts of Las Vegas proper uh, in the future. A fire is burning east of Santa Fe, coming within a few miles of the small New Mexico city of Las Vegas. Winds were calmer yesterday, but the National Weather Service has more extreme fire danger in the forecast today for parts of New Mexico, also Arizona, Nevada, and Colorado. Officials in Andover, Kansas, say the path of damage for the tornado that swept through town Friday night extends several miles beyond initial estimates. Officials now say hundreds of homes and other structures were destroyed or damaged. Several people were injured, but no one was killed by the twister itself. However, three University of Oklahoma meteorology students died in a car crash Friday evening. The federal government announced plans this week to expand energy infrastructure across the West as part of the Biden administration's plan to build a fully clean energy power grid by 2035. Lucas Brady-Woods, member station KSJD reports. The federal government is focusing on three projects across four Western states. 
One of them would build transmission lines between central New Mexico and central Arizona. Jim Desjardins is the executive director of the Renewable Energy Industries Association of New Mexico. New Mexico has the second best solar access in the country. In the eastern part of the state, there's extremely good wind resource. So we have really good solar, good wind, and lots of land. He's also hopeful the new infrastructure will be a step toward incorporating these resources into the power grid. Altogether, the new projects would include over 1,100 miles of transmission lines capable of transmitting enough energy to power almost a million homes. For NPR News, I'm Lucas Brady-Woods in Cortez, Colorado. And this is NPR News. We're back, we're back, we're back, and it's the Sunday morning round table. And, uh, you know, I, I hope Vanessa's ready. <laughs> it's not hard to come up with something. Right. So, Vanessa, you're up on the clock first uh, with the Sunday morning round table there. So, what do you want to talk about as your first topic on the Sunday morning round table? Okay. I think I want to talk about something that you know about this, the audience would be interested in. What are these guns that they're making that you can order and put it together in nine pieces and don't have to have a license or anything? What is the deal with that? Well, what you're talking about is called a ghost gun, Vanessa. And what a ghost gun is is what people do if they buy specific parts off the internet. And what they do is they put these guns together and there's no serial numbers, no nothing. So what the Biden administration is trying to do is outlaw that, which is a good thing, because right now you can go all willy-nilly and buy different parts of guns on different sections of the internet. And what you can do is put that gun together and you can cause havoc. And there's no... There's, there's no serial number, there's no trace of the gun, there's no telling who bought what part, when they bought the parts, and how they bought the parts, and how many of the parts that they bought. So the Biden administration is trying to put a stop to it, and I think they should put a stop to it. If you're a legal gun owner, hey, buy your gun legally, and if you want to put it together, register your gun with the serial numbers and everything else. That that way you don't have any illegal guns right now, but right now they they... You can just put a gun together by buying different parts from different people. So that's where that one goes, to. So is the NRA against Biden trying to do that, or do they not care at all? I, I really couldn't tell you. Well, it, it, the NRA is probably against anything that's gun, that got anything to do with gun control. They're, they're, they're against the gun show, gun show loophole. And uh, if anybody doesn't know what the gun show loophole is, I can take my gun to a gun show. And sell it, and I don't. I, I can sell it to anybody that I want to, and they don't. They don't have to. I don't have to register it. They don't have to register it. All I knew is all I've done is sold that, sold that gun to that person, and they don't have to be. They, they, they don't even have to have a firearm permit to carry it. So 
Yeah, that's what that's what happens. So, yeah, the, the wow. NRA is that I, I'd imagine anything concerning gun control, they are far and they they are against it and they don't want no parts of it. But there's the the ghost guns, they are prevalent and they are prevalent all over. Uh, and I'm talking, and I, I'm not only talking about the handguns, but the ghost gun. They're putting together these, uh, those AR-15s too with it. So I saw that on the news. That's why I brought that up. That's why I wanted to know what the deal was. Yeah. I think that's horrible. Yeah, they definitely need to kill that. There shouldn't be a gun around that's not registered or had by permit. Um, there should be no gun that people should be able to put together and have under the radar. That's, come on, that's no question. That's dangerous. So I hope that does get off okay. out. Well, of course it is, it's dangerous, but what people don't, what, what the criminals don't care about is that, hey, you know, hell, I can, I can put the, I can piece together a gun and there's nothing anybody can say or do to me about it. And that's, that's just the way this thing works. It's, 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 it's it's a it's a ragtag world where people and I'm watching this thing in in in, in, in Illinois right now and it's it's getting worse it is getting worse it is I mean these these people are shooting each other left and right and and you know and Illinois has a a uh, they have a, a permit carry state now so. You know, you have some people fighting back, but it's it's getting bad. It is getting real bad. You know, and I, I've heard the same thing about Texas now too. So, you know, I don't know. I really don't know. But you know, the, the ghost guns are they are they are horrible. They and people don't care. And and you got a lot of militias are are, are buying these ghost guns too. And they're putting them together, and there's no trace of them. So the government can't trace their guns, and this is this is this is the reason that 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 they're outlawing it because a lot of militias are getting hold of uh, guns like this. So I get it, but you know a lot of people are talking about taking away their freedoms, and it's not taking away your freedom. What they're telling you is that you can't piece together a gun uh, if you want a gun, go buy it legally. That's all they're telling you. So why would you want to piece together a gun if you're doing something legal? It's, it's just well, this, this whole this, this whole thing is just getting crazy. Go ahead, Vanessa. Well, you know, a little boy found a gun the other day, and I don't know if it was a ghost gun or not, but a little boy took, found a gun. It was loaded. They said the safety wasn't on it, and he went and took it to his parents. I think they were at an amusement park hmm. or somewhere. I don't know, but I think that's just I think that it's just insane. It's just so it's just so much it's so much going on. It's like gas is almost four dollars a gallon some places it's four and then bread and with the four dollars for a thing of bread eggs is like three dollars and some I mean it, everything is just so out of whack right now. It's just so out of whack. Hmm. I don't know. Well, you know, they, 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 and they blame that on the uh, supply chain, and I get that. And now that we got the uh, bird, it seems like the Biden administration can't catch a break because they they got the bird flu coming. So now eggs, the price of eggs went up. So it, it's it's like they can't catch a break. 
And like I said, the supply chain thing to me, it has it, it has a lot to do with the fact that we were part, we were opposing tariffs on a lot of people. The it's got a fact that we were that we had to deal with the um, the pandemic. And I don't know if anybody why I watched something that that talked about Taiwan. And my God, these people, they are going through hell. They are going through absolute hell. You know, you and I, I couldn't. They are. They're, they're on, Taiwan is on lockdown. They are uh, on lockdown. Oh, and that's wow. going to be the one I'm going to talk about next. I, I am going to talk about that next because I, I saw it on Vice News the other night, and it blew my mind. On you know how they're on lockdown, and you want to talk about your rights being taken away? There it is. There it is. You know. Wow. You know, but yeah, that, that one, that one. When when I tell you about what's going on in that one, wow. <laughs> it's 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 <laughs> it, it it will blow your mind on the way that the way the Taiwan government did these people, and it it just it's unreal. It is really unreal. Well, you know, who's next? We're gonna, huh? Well, you know, I was saying it's Jackie. Yeah, Jackie, Jackie, you're up. You're on the next segment, so we'll be right back after this. Online radio at its best. Father God, we just thank you and we praise you for this day, Lord God. We give you the glory, the praise, and the honor for this is truly the day in which you have made and we can rejoice and be glad in it, Lord God. Father, we thank you, oh God, that we can come before you and make our requests known unto you, Lord God. We come before you, Lord God, on behalf of those that have submitted prayer requests in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for you know all, you see all, you're everywhere all at the same time. And God, we thank you that there is nothing that can happen on the face of this earth, oh God, that catches you off guard or catches you by surprise. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus for you being a healer. We thank you for you being a deliverer, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that mother or that father, Lord, that's crying out on behalf of that child, whether they be sick, whether they're going wayward, Lord God. We thank you in the name of Jesus for you being the peace, you being the calm in the midst of a storm in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for you touching that body, Lord God, that may be Lord God, ailing in the name of Jesus. We thank you right now, oh God, for you showing up on the scene, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for you being the medicine, Lord God. You being that bomb in Gilead, oh God. Father, we thank you for you being that bomb here in the United States, that bomb abroad, Lord God, wherever you are needed. God, we ask that you show up and show out. We ask, Lord God, that you arise and demonstrate your power in the name of Jesus. God, we give you the glory. We give you the praise, oh God, and we thank you, oh God, for allowing us to come before you in the name of Jesus. Amen.
347-850-1272 is the number to call in. 347-850-1272 the number to call in. Uh, Jackie, 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 how you doing this morning, dear? I'm doing well. All right, well, you're, you're on the clock, Jackie, so what do you and Jill want to talk about? Well, don't think I can, that I'm just really seeing a lot lately is just the, the censorship from the right side, of course. One the banned book. Topic. One the uh, banned books and uh, take away self governance statuses and I, I it's just the censorship that is really uh it's it's ridiculous. Especially the ba- I mean just because they uh. uh because they they don't want the truth told is basically what's going on. You got a problem mm-hmm. really just with the tri- truth being told. Because I'm sorry, it begins with, uh, well, we don't want to talk about slavery because we don't want the white kids to say, well, you don't care about the, well, the, <laughs> we we only been through it for years. We only been through it upon, it, it's only happened to us upon centuries. And we're still dealing mm. with the effects of it. It only happened to us, mm. but we're upset about white kids reading about it. Mm. You know, it, I mm. mean, it, it happened. Truth is truth. Truth is truth. And they are just really mm. just going on a tear with trying to just censor everything. Like I said, the self-governing, and you know, with Disney, the fight that in Florida with Disney taking away their mm. self-governing status because they won't adhere to the stop, uh, the what the gay ban, the, the, the I forgot how it goes, but don't say, uh, gay. Don't, say it, gay. don't say gay, don't, don't say, say gay. gay, yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. just everything with that I've been noticing uh, talked about a lot, and it's just it's crazy. It's crazy. Mm. You, you know, you, you know what? I, I got to agree with you, Jackie, because when I hear Bill Maher talking, and he talks about you know cancel culture and how the left is cancel culture, and oh, they they they, they stay woke, but hell, the right does the same thing. They they are they are they're banning books, they're banning your right to vote, and what I hear people say is that oh, when Trump was his office. I made more money after yeah, but they're trying to take away your rights. Think about that. They don't. They don't want. That. They don't even want you to have the right to vote and put who you want in office. They are taking away all your rights. They're taking away. And right now, they're talking about votes yep. that they're banning and all kind of stuff. It's just crazy to me yep. that they're Sorry. doing with that. I mean, with the little are you kidding me? And I don't. I don't understand how we don't have people in jail. That that was criminal. That was just straight criminal. Mm-hmm. Taking away a uh, mm-hmm. mailbox, taking away uh, voting, closing voting polls, taking, I mean, just strictly mm-hmm. harder. I, I don't see how people weren't arrested. Hmm. I really don't. Well, because people, the, the people up top, <laughs> Jackie, are 
uh, uh, rolling right along with the people down, down that are making these laws up. And it's crazy to me that we cannot get this thing done. But, uh, you know, uh, how we keep blaming Manchin and Senate, but it's, it's the whole Congress. It is the whole Congress that these people are, are there. They're just, uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And on one, on one hand, you're shocked, but then again, you're not, right? It's, yeah. It's, That's true. It's, it's horrible. Your thoughts are nothing. Your thoughts are nothing. I'm sorry, what did you say, Lily? Your thoughts? Huh? You know what? I'm so Your sick thoughts? of all of this mess about you can't say gay children can't. I mean, this is what I said when I heard about it. If children don't have anybody to talk to about being gay, then all these kids are just going to hear the other kids say they're gay and then they're going to think they're gay. Does that make sense? I mean, you have to have a conversation about it. And they want, they don't want anybody to discuss it. They don't want anybody to discuss gay. They don't want anybody to discuss the statues. They don't want anybody to discuss being black and slavery. Like we just came over here on our own in shackles and wanted to be slaves. I mean, I just told you a few minutes ago yeah. this world is in trouble. Yeah, you're definitely right. You are definitely right. And I it's keep safe. telling people all the time. Right. What did you say, Jackie? Well, like they say, going to hell in a handbasket. I mean, it's just yeah. turning yeah. into a cesspool. It's, yeah. it's turning into a cesspool. It really is. You're one of them. You want to you're hundred percent right. They are they are taking away our rights, all of our rights, and people don't even care. People, you know, that right there would push me to go out and vote. And people always talk about how do you reach the Trump voters that voted for Obama? You're not gonna reach them. We got a guy in the chat room. Easy. This guy voted for Obama, but he's a staunch Trump supporter no matter what. Trump, Trump, Trump. No matter what Trump done, no matter what his kids have done, you're not going to reach these people. They're gone. What you need to do in this instance is go after the voters who are not voting. That's what Stacey Abrams did in, in Atlanta. The people that who, who were not voting, you had to, she made those people realize how important the vote was, and those people got out and voted. And look what happened in Atlanta. Look what happened in Atlanta. That's the whole problem that we, as, as, as the Democratic Party, does not do the, with the messaging. And you want to talk about messaging, they don't message worth a damn at all. And that's just proof. That's a proven fact. Jay, I was talking about what he hears about it. Well, he watches 24-hour news cycles. So guess what? You're going to hear about it. What about the people who don't have the, the access to 24-hour news cycles? There's a lot of people out there who don't have it. So what you want to do is get these people involved. And we don't, we don't do that. We don't go to a rural and what Democrats don't do, they don't go to the rural areas and talk to these people. You want to talk about messages, messaging? Go to the rural areas and let these people know, hey, this is this is what your this is what your Congress or this is what your Senator voted for. This is what I voted for. This is what I'm trying to put in your place. This is what I'm trying to help you with. These people are voting against you, and if you don't think it's true, here and and bring out a roll and show them what they voted for because it's public knowledge on what everybody voted for. 
and they voted against this. And this is the and and then what they want to do is come to your town and tout and tell you how much they did for you, but they don't do nothing for you. I'm trying to tell you what I'm doing for you. They don't do it. Democrats do not do that. They need to go to those rural areas and talk to these people. They need to go to, to all the voters that they're losing because, look, God forbid, our union workers, these people are, these people are, you know, voting Republican. I can't understand why because our union sends us out stuff and tell us that the Republican Party is taking away our right, our, our, trying to take away our pension. But these people keep voting for them. So, you know, I get it. These, these people are, are, are taking away all our rights, and right now we're going to go to an autocracy. Anybody don't know what an autocracy is? Guess what it is. It's where you don't have the right to vote. They tell you who to vote for, and if you don't vote for them, hey, you're going to lose anyway. But you, so there you go. But Trump didn't like unions at all. So why union people like him? Because Trump didn't like unions. Mm-mm. Nope, he didn't, and he's never going to like them. He's not going to like them because that's that's what that's what we do. We're we're, we're you know <laughs> our, our our people our, our union people are not the brightest people in the world. Sometimes you know they some of them some of them cats got in just by you know by who they are. And the guy one of the guys just he, he irritates me that I work with because he tells me how great Trump is and I keep laughing at him. I keep laughing at him. Wow, and that's what that's what we do. But hey, folks, Jackie, that's you know, he had a great topic. He had a great topic. Yeah, that's that's what bothers me. And to get back to the voting, see, all of this is taking place, and then you're going to talk about how voting doesn't matter. Why are they trying to do everything to take that power away from you if it doesn't matter? Why are they working this hard, this hard to, to take that right from you if it doesn't matter? You better realize how much it matters with a quickness. Lance, are you there? Oh, hello? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I had to step out for a minute. But, hey, Jackie, I, thank you. Thank you. I had to, I had to step out. You know, when you're the only one here, you got to answer phone calls, you got to do all that other stuff. So, hey, folks, look, um, that's, that's, that's round two in the book, so – uh, our main man, the smartest man in the world, Jerome Spears, with us. So, Jerome, you'll be up next. So, uh, Jerome, you're on the clock. So, folks, we'll be back in a minute. Live uh, from NPR. Twenty-four million birds in the U.S. have died from a bird flu virus this year, either directly or as a result of culling to prevent its spread. Unlike previous avian flus, this one is affecting wild birds also, and that could keep the virus in circulation for a long time, NPR's Neil Greenfield Voice reports. The last time a deadly new bird flu showed up here seven years ago, it really hit poultry farms. In 2014-2015, we saw, I think, somewhere in the neighborhood of 50 million domestic poultry affected. Brian Richards says that virus didn't infect many wild birds. This time, it's different. We've got wild bird detections in 32 states. 
Richards is the Emerging Disease Coordinator at the U.S. Geological Survey's National Wildlife Health Center. He says this virus came across the Atlantic a few months ago, probably carried by migratory birds. It can kill some waterfowl, but I think there's pretty clear evidence that some waterfowl likely are not affected by it, and therefore they're perfect transport mechanisms for taking it very long distances. Since this virus arrived, it's killed birds that belong to more than 40 species, mostly ducks and geese, but also scavengers like black vultures and bald eagles that presumably eat the carcasses of birds killed by the virus. David Stalneck is a bird flu researcher with the University of Georgia. He says there have been large die-offs of ducks in Florida and snow geese in the Midwest. This outbreak in the wild bird population is a lot more extensive than we saw in 2014, 2015. Just a lot more birds appear to be affected. So far, he hasn't seen indications that any species will lose so many birds that it will become threatened. But the spread of this virus in wild birds suggests that this outbreak may not burn itself out like the last one did. Ron Fouché is a flu expert at Erasmus Medical Center in the Netherlands. There's a chance that the virus will stick around and this will become a long-term problem. He says that's what this virus has done in Europe, where it arrived a few years ago and never left. It's been causing massive die-offs in wild birds and continues to strike poultry flocks, resulting in the deaths of more than 17 million poultry birds since December. Boucher says there's only been one known human infection, a farmer in the United Kingdom who lived in close quarters with ducks that got this flu. That person tested positive but didn't have any symptoms. We haven't seen any other farmers or veterinarians or other people being infected. Still, since this bird flu arrived in the United States, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has been keeping a close watch. Todd Davis works on animal-to-human diseases at the agency. He says bird flu viruses related to this one have sickened and even killed people during past outbreaks in other countries. That's why public health officials here have been monitoring the health of more than 500 people in 25 states who've had contact with sick or dead birds. Because humans have no prior immunity to these viruses, typically, if they were to be infected and spread the virus to other humans, then we could have another pandemic virus on our hands. And so that's our primary concern. Besides testing any people who show flu-like symptoms, they're also closely tracking genetic changes in the virus, looking for anything that would suggest it might become more of a threat to people. Nell Greenfield Boyce, NPR News. Online radio addict. All right, folks, three four seven eight five zero one two seven two is the number to call in. Three four zero eight five seven two is the number to call in. And folks, we have to introduce the very smartest man in the world, Jerome Esprit. Good morning. Good morning, Jerome. Hey, good morning. How you doing? All right, all right, all right. What's wrong? You say good morning, Vanessa. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Vanessa. Uh, good morning, Vanessa. And Jackie had to leave. 
Okay, Jerome, you're on the clock. So what do you what do you what do you bring into the to the to the floor, my friend? Well, I don't have anything in particular, but I because I don't know if you guys talked about this, but I am still kind of um, on the fence about that airline taking off their mask mandate. I don't know what that is, but it still kind of bothers me that we are still like this is allergy season and cold season and all of that, and you know having a mask um, stops the transmission of that. And I think that even on a plane, that it's limited circulation. So I don't know why people are so happy about taking masks off on the plane. It's the weirdest thing to me. And I don't know why that bugs me, but... No, we have not talked about that. (laughs) What'd you say? No, we have not talked about that, and... I was going to either be one. I was going to talk about that or Taiwan, and I chose Taiwan. I'm so glad I didn't talk about that. But you're right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Jerome, can you're... I step in on your? Yeah. Okay. It's it's not one airline, all the airlines, because they have even stopped it on buses, like city buses. I think that's insane. They have stopped it's, it yeah, on it all is. forms of transportation. And what is really insane is most of the pilots did not wear masks, from what I understand. So they didn't wear masks, and most of the flight attendants were having to wear masks. I mean, it's right, but it is still an option. It is still optional. So even though they're telling people you don't have to wear one, because I'm I'm fixing to get on a plane, so. Uh, Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna have on my mask, and I am gonna have mm-hmm. my lights all wiped and wipe my tray table, and I'm going to wipe my armrest, and I'm even gonna wipe the blind to let the window up and down. So, even though they have lifted the mandate to do that, that don't mean that Vanessa gonna be stupid and go get on the airplane <laughs> and not have on a mask to be sanitized. That don't mean I'm fixing to do it, Jerome. <laughs> so, I know. You know. It's, it's, it's an option. It is an option. People were, flight attendants was getting slapped, spit at, kicked, and everything else because they were trying to corral people on the plane and tell them to put their mask on. So I hate to say it, but the best thing and the safety of the flight attendants is just to tell people, you ain't got to wear because, because if, if you if you're that concerned, Wear one, double it up. Wear long sleeves on the plane like I do so my arms and stuff don't touch anything. You know, I did that for 18 years. So, but because they're getting tired of getting beat up about a mask. I get it. I kind of get it their way, but I get it what you're saying too because it's still out there. But it's so unfortunate. I just feel like don't wear them, do wear them. Don't say that to me because I'm going to go get on a ship with 5,000 people, and I promise you I'm going to have on a mask to match every outfit I wear. But here, here's, what, here's what I don't understand. I don't understand why people are so happy not to wear them. That's what I don't understand. Okay, so if it's a mask mandate or if it's on or not, the people who are happy not to wear a mask, it's, it's crazy. There, we have people who are anti-everything, anti-government. Mm-hmm. They want to do something, they want to do something else. They don't even know why. But for people to be happy about exposing <laughs> other people or being exposed is crazy. Mm-hmm. 
I just don't. Yeah. I have mm-hmm. no understanding of it. It doesn't make sense. Hmm. Sure. Like I'm getting a retired May. Yep. Yeah. And, and I'm getting a retired May. And these these clowns. These clowns are throwing their masks. Oh, I don't want the mask. I'll, I'll give, give them all to me. Give them all to me. Mm-hmm. Give me all I can tell. Yeah. I'm taking all I can stand right now. Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah. Mm-mm. I, I, don't, I don't understand why they're so happy about it. You won't have to bother with no mask when you travel. Mm-mm. Once you're bothered with bothered mm-hmm. one, just tell them to give them to you. Right. Hmm. It, there's something weird about our society that we're happy. It's like the people in Disney. Right when they say um, DeSantis wants to get rid of, you know, the um, the tax status of Disney, right? But the people have to pay this two billion dollar tax debt that Disney that Disney has. <laughs> so now you're, you're that. raising your taxes. Yeah. What'd you say? Insane. Insane. That is insane. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. People, people get joy in the misery of others. It is weird. I don't understand this. So whether it's DeSantis, whether it is what's his name, Rick, whatever in Texas. Um, not Rick. I was thinking of Rick Perry. What's the other guy? The the governor in Texas. Abbott. Whether it's Abbott. 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 Whether it's Abbott. <laughs> these guys are blatantly doing things that they know are wrong. And they're happy about it. Yep. There, there's something strange about that to me. And so that 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 kind of bothers me. Like I I don't know a good way to explain that to anybody. Like it's like mm. when any whenever you hear these conversations, I don't even want to talk because I'm amazed that they are happy about something that's negative. Well, mm-hmm. let me say this. Like, let me say, let me say this though, Jerome. So. I think it's insane. I think you're totally right. But you know what? If people don't want to wear a mask, don't wear one. Don't wear one, but don't say anything to me or look at me stupid when I have on my mask. And 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 they do. And, mm-hmm. and so they were, we were out shopping in the Galleria yesterday, and... Bobby doesn't care who looks at him, but he has his mask on. He just doesn't care. So people were looking at us like, why he got that mask on? And I felt uncomfortable looking, so I took my mask off and it ended up losing one of my favorite masks. So that's just a point to me to say, Vanessa, you shouldn't have picked it off your face in the first place. But, yeah, mm-hmm. we I mean, we wear our mask, and if other people want to look at us crazy, I guess they just need to look at us crazy. Yeah, yeah, but that, but that's the problem, right? So you want to bully me to take my mask off, but you don't yep. want to hear anybody telling you that you have to keep yours on because it's the law. See, and that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. There's something that's anti-civilization in that. There's something wrong with you. And specifically, I'm going to say this because this is like, um, I know there's black people who don't want to wear their mask, and I know black folks will just not do something. But I'm telling you, white folks are happy about going against everybody else. There's something weird mm-hmm. about that. And and um, I actually spoke this um, at, a, at a, a retreat a, um, a couple of days ago. It was a two-day retreat. 
And even as I was speaking, it was still kind of like getting people to understand you have to watch how you're thinking because that, that what is it, mob mentality that people have, people don't even know why they're anti-something. They're just happy that they're going against you. So it's like saying Black Lives Matter is violent. You're projecting violence onto somebody who is peacefully marching. That is maddening. And that's sick. People who did the Occupy Wall Street, they're getting maced and stuff by police, and you got people cheering that the police is macing them because they want to sit in the park and didn't have a permit. Like there's something wrong with us society-wise that we need to deal with this. Like they're anti- And then January 6th. Yeah, oh, God. January 6th, you know, the post-it Yeah, January 6th wrote that phone. Is, oh, that was just a, like a walk in the park. Really? Yeah. January 6th is the poster child of that thinking, right? You break the law, try to do, uh, encourage an insurrection, and then say, oh, yeah, we shouldn't prosecute them. We need to move on. Mm-hmm. But if, if somebody... Mm-hmm. Sits in the park peacefully. You're like Mason. Remember that Trump was like, um, "Beat him up and I'll pay for your bail." Just as people mm-hmm. holding up signs. There, there's something wrong, and um, them people need therapy. That's all I want to say about that. I think it's more um, yeah. understanding they need help because people are sick. Yeah. There yeah. are people who like the chaos. Right. Yeah, because that's all they're fighting for is mm. chaos. They're not really fighting for mm. anything. They just want, they they just like the, the conflict. You know, so it's like people who mm. like scary movies are usually the scariest people on the planet, right? Mm-hmm. They have a draw to it. And you look at them like, what is wrong with you? It's like, I just want to see something scary. But you're already scared. <laughs> it's like, it's crazy. Wow. I was speaking to a bunch of college yesterday. That's what this is. It was from me doing those workshops. Because even as they asked the question, I realized that their way of thinking is programmed by the craziness that we now are accepting as normal. And so we're not speaking out enough about what is not normal, right? So, so I I talked about the Will and Jada or the Will and Chris Rock thing a little bit to them, and you know initially their thought is you know Will was defending Jada that kind of thing. It, it, that's absolutely incorrect. That whole incident is Jada's fault. And Jada is the only one not getting therapy. And now she's trying to make money off of it. Do you know how many black men are in jail because toxic woman told them, oh, that fool looked at me like I was crazy? Or why are you going to let him talk to you like that? There are a bunch of males in jail for women who are toxic. And her, she is toxic. And nobody wants to look at that because they feel like they're picking on her as a woman. And it's not that. We're just, we just really have to say... Will was emotional because he was torn. Will does need therapy. I feel sorry for him in that case and Chris Rock, but he should probably sue them for $2 million. I would break them because our community. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm at $200 million. If 
Yeah, that's my brother, bad. Chris Rock's brother is really, really upset about what happened, and he's at a comedy show talking about it. I mean, he, I didn't even realize who Chris Rock's brother was until this I started listening to his brother. His jokes that he was telling at the comedy shows, I was like, oh my God. And even Chris Rock's mama is speaking out. And you, I said that Jada was toxic. Jada is toxic. She sit at round table, red table, and talk about everything. And then, but what he should have been mad about was when she was talking about sleeping with that young boy. That's what he should have been mad about. Well, well, mm-hmm. well. I, but I'm, I'm just saying that what happens is that when we spin stuff, we spin it out of control. So for the kids who wasn't born doing the Tupac and Biggie thing, doing that East West Coast thing that um, the Source magazine claimed it to be, it was just two dudes mm-hmm. who really didn't like each other. Matter of fact, it was one. Tupac didn't like Biggie. Biggie did not dislike Tupac. So in mm-hmm. the street, people are picking sides. And you're like, wait a minute. This thing is going to spin out of control. So what happened in this Will and Chris Rock thing, Chris has ten brothers, right, from Brooklyn. You think he got that how many? Ten. Ten Ooh. brothers. Yeah, he's got ten brothers. Right? Wow. So, but, but every community takes pride in people who come from their community. So if you don't think that that can spread in the streets bad, you, have, you don't understand the black community. Right, so little Jaden, right? Like as soon as it happened, he he tweets, "That's how we do." Now that kid yes, grew he up. Yes, sure he did. Yes, he did. That kid grew up rich. He's gonna find himself in Houston, <laughs> and he's gonna run across some street kid and say, "Well, how do y'all do?" And he's gonna slap that fool. So now Jaden, the Smiths have to increase their security across the board. Everybody's hood works the same. That dude is, they, they all need security now. You think that people are not taking pride for Chris? Those two dudes are A-listers. They're icons. Will Smith should have, like um, like you said, Vanessa, um, Chris Rock's mother um, went on, she, she, she was being interviewed, and she said, when you do something, you reach out to that person. Chris has known Jada for at least 26 years, right? You call him and say, hey, my bad. But Will Smith only released something through his publishers. So people are like, oh, they squashed that. No, they did not squash that. It can spin out of control. So my problem was when I was talking to young people about that is that you better watch your perspective. We let that Biggie Tupac thing spin out of control. We So... Anytime you have black people, especially icons, going at each other, it can filter down to the street level, and people are like, oh, you know, in a really bad hood way, you know, he was just defending Jada. You got to defend your woman. Power to black women. For He wasn't defending her. But he her. was laughing at first, though. But he was laughing. I saw him. Because I looked at it three times to make sure. He was laughing because he thought it was funny to look over Jada's face. And then the next exactly. thing is that same little boy who came out wearing dresses, is the same one who said that he wants to be emancipated at 15 years old. And so what yes. they did was they said, okay, we're not going to do that, but we'll buy you a mansion and you can just move next door on your own. They're all right. crazy, mm. all of them. 
Right. They're all crazy. Mm-hmm. So they that's, bought him a mansion next door at like 16 years old. That, that's Who buys a child a mansion at 16 years old? Even though you got money, still means that you need to be a parent. You still have to be a parent even though you rich. Yeah. Right. And you would have gotten a mansion at 16. I, I, I hate ahead, to cut man. this off because this is a great conversation, but we got four minutes in the show left. So, hey, look. There you go. Let's, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's give me, give me your, uh, your final thoughts. Okay. You final know. thought is Vanessa? I just love today's show and it wasn't about an hour. Okay, so we got to go. <laughs> So we got to go. I love y'all. It'll be two weeks before I'm on the show because I'm on the world's biggest cruise ship next week. So, anyway, I'm Carnival's biggest ship. Mm. Y'all take care. Have a good one. And so I get ready to enjoy your time with us. Bye, Hey, wait a minute. Vanessa, can you have a buddy pass on those? Yeah, I'm just joking. <laughs> you know how you did with the airlines. Bring a buddy pass. <laughs> I would need one of those. I got to buy my own tickets right now because I don't want to go standby. What are you talking about? Dude, I'll go stand by. Everybody ain't showing. Somebody's going to be late today. They always are. They always are. Somebody's going to be late. I don't want to fly stand by. <laughs> wow. I, all right. Well, well, Les, I got nothing, so I'll let you give your final word. Hey, okay, this is my final word. Hey, folks, look, get to your congressmen, your senators, or whoever you need to get to. And let them know that your 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 voting rights are being they're being sacrificed right now. And if and if they don't you know if you don't get a hold of them, then something's wrong with you. And if you start voting for people who don't take away your voting rights, then trust myself. Look in the mirror. You're part of the problem because if if they're gonna take away your my voting rights, guess what's gonna happen to your voting rights next? You're not going to have any right to vote, and they're gonna take your right to, to they're gonna do whatever they want to, and and. And we as people think that because I make a little bit more money off this person and this person that they're better for me, you're wrong. Look at look at look at look at your situation and see if you're going to have your right to vote. And if you're not gonna have your right to vote, guess what? They've won the party. And that's what it's gonna come down to. Stop these people from taking your right to vote and fight against everything because if you don't, you won't have you won't have a place and they'll take away all all your rights and everything else from you. So that's my final thoughts. And with that being said, Jerome, yes, it's sir. Sunday and we're talking talking serious. What time is it, my friend? Time for the serious side of the J. Rowe Show. Well, folks, that's it. It's an abbreviated show this week. I have to do something. Jay is doing something. And uh, I really enjoyed the conversation. I wish it could have been longer. But that back and back and forth between Vanessa and Jerome was just awesome. Look, folks, we'll see you next week. And uh, if we're talking serious stuff, it's time for the serious side of the Jay Wow Show. See you next week.